Welcome to the ECG podcast for the week of May 17th, 2019. I'm Chris Waterman, one of your hosts, joining you from Jacksonville, Florida. This evening, I have with me Zach Cassell from Boston. What's going on? And Georgia Ravelo from Miami. What's up? What's up? So this week, uh, Adam is on his uh, honeymoon. So Adam, we miss you, but congratulations. Hope you're having a good time. And we may or may not have Bobby. Uh, he's having some technical difficulties uh, due to time constraints. We're going to head kicking off the uh, <laughs> the podcast and uh, he may pop in here if he does. Um, yeah, we'll just we'll kind of roll on with it. Uh, episode tonight is all about E3. Uh, we're less than a month away, so we thought it'd be fun to do the inevitable uh, E3 predictions episode. We're going to go chronologically uh, in the order that we'll see these press conferences and uh, try to do a couple of predictions apiece and uh, kind of just talk about what we're excited for or what we hope for um, in the E3 uh, you know, of this year. Always one of my favorite times of the year, uh, E3. It's kind of like Christmas for gamers. Um so I guess we'll, uh, we'll we'll start off with Microsoft here. Um, they're going to be the first uh, press conference airing on Sunday at uh, four Eastern time, uh, and I guess uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with with you, Zach. Um, what what do you have for what's your first prediction? What do you think we'll see from Microsoft, or what do you want to see? Um, so I think that the not going to really blow the roof off of, but they're, they're going to finally uh, reveal Halo Infinite. And um, I think it's going to be revealed as this will come after they've already revealed, or maybe not revealed, but have confirmed the next gen console. And they're going to reveal Halo as a launch title for uh, whatever the next Xbox is going to be. And um, I think it's going to be an open world, and I put that in quotes, game, uh, like similar to God of War, how you can uh, go everywhere and do everything, but you can't do it all. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's like open world, but it's not. Yeah, it's it's uh, somewhere between. Uh, so there's there is a linear path. However, like there is some exploration that you can kind of do within you know, it's a big linear path. <laughs> yeah, you know I, mean? I just, I, I, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, that's an interesting kind of take on it. Because, uh, you know, if you think about like some of the past uh, Halo games, like in the campaigns, they've definitely had um, that uh, for their time, they were pretty massive, right? The maps, like when you were doing those campaigns, I think that's one of the reasons it felt so special was, um, you know, certainly not to the degree that you're talking about, but um, you know, riding around in a Warthog, for example, like doing something like that for a person shooter, where traditionally you had a lot more corridor kind of based, um, you know, uh, combat was pretty cool. So, yeah, so that's that's just one thing um, I think that they'll do. Uh, and I'm 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 super excited. I hope we see uh, at least a cinematic like trailer telling us what the story is. But I, I'm, I, I just can't wait to see gameplay. So I, I actually I'm with you, and then I I think that they do actually blow the the roof off. Um, I think we get something like like a God of War type reveal um, from like when Sony first unveiled that game, where I I think we're gonna get like an extended gameplay demo. One I, of the best I, reveals ever, by the way. I just want to throw I, that out. Yeah. yeah, I just watched that documentary. Um, Ooh, uh, me on, too. 
YouTube and it was so cool like watching that in retrospect because I remember like you know when they came out and the music started and uh, and all, yeah that that was just a fabulous thing to to see unfold like live but um but I think Microsoft is going to do something similar I think they want to hit the ground running um I wouldn't be surprised if they opened with Halo Infinite like what a hell of a way to open the press conference not only to show it off but to have an extended gameplay um show off the new engine show you know show a little bit of that tech um any new features would be really fun cool uh, now i know our buddy george here all about the multiplayer um <laughs> i have not played uh halo uh five multiplayer but it supposedly is fantastic so i've got to imagine that they probably don't try to reinvent the wheel i imagine they'll iterate on kind of what they have with uh halo five because as much as the campaigns hated everyone i think is i mean it's almost unanimously loved so um you excited to have a new halo pvp uh game to play i mean I'll, I'll certainly give it a shot. Um, nothing is quite, you know, um, felt the same for me personally since Halo 2, a game that I was, you know, that I started playing again lately with the Master Chief Collection. Um, you know, I'm kind of with you. I, I think they, they have to knock it out of the park. I think they're going to try to, you know, to, to, to really hit it hard, um, especially with Sony not being there. Um, I think they have to. They have to take advantage. You know, I'm, what I'm thinking, even though filming isn't going to happen quite yet, I think they'll provide something regarding the Halo TV series that's coming out. Um, you know, they couple that with uh, some details about the new game. Um, I think that could get uh, people really, really excited. Um, I think they're supposed to start filming later this year, but if they can get some sort of some sort of footage or some sort of um, some sort of small glimpses to something, that would I think get people pretty excited um, regarding all things Halo. But I would definitely be excited for that. Now, the only reason that I, I wanted to say that they weren't going to blow the roof off of it was because they already have a guaranteed first-party huge title coming out this year in Gears. And I would imagine that they want Gears to be, you know, what comes away talked about the most, seeing as how it's going to be the one that's releasing um, in, I would assume, September. There's no release date yet, but usually Gears is September. Yes. So, so um, I definitely think Gears will be a focal point. Don't get me wrong. Like, I just... Yeah. I I truly think with Sony bowing out and, you know, really with the competition being some question marks, and we'll get to that in a second, um, I, I truly think that Microsoft is going to put the pedal to the metal. And I think that every single thing you see in this press conference is going to be massive. And here are the games that we have taken it on the chin for, you know, 90% of this generation, people have said we don't have the games. Here they are. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, man, I hope. Because I'm, I'm I'm primarily an Xbox gamer, so, like, Microsoft's yeah. conference, always the one I'm looking forward to the most, man. And, I, man, if they can come out and, they have, and just, like, drop their dick on the table and just be like, here it is, and just, and, like, blow everyone away, like, I, 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 I can't wait. I hope they, I hope they're able to pull that off. I think they're going to try. I think they're going to try. I think they have to, you know, whether they'll deliver remains to be seen. The other thing that I think is going to happen is I think. Oh, I think we lost George. You cut out. That might've been, that might've been Craig who messed up. No, no, no. That's all good. Can you guys hear me? Hello. Uh, you're kind of coming in and out a little bit uh, again, but yeah, I mean, you're keep talking. 
Nope. All right. How about now? How about now? Yeah. No. Perfect. Yeah, it's loud and clear. It's actually perfect. My, my mic died. So it's not Craig. All right. So moving on. Sorry. So um, what I actually think that's going to happen also is I think they're going to add. Um, they're going to elevate Game Pass. Um, I'd like to see um them kind of talk about the relationship with Nintendo. If anything is coming to that. Um, but I'm sure they're going to touch on Game Pass um, to some extent um, because that seems to get to be getting better and better, um, and that's something I'd like to see as well. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good prediction. I, uh, definitely a solid, um, you know, bet based on uh, sort of their, uh, you know, some exciting news today. For example, like Microsoft playing nice with everybody um but like yeah the the fact that sony and microsoft announced that they were partnering partnering together um you know for the, the all the streaming infrastructure that they wanted to have um you know a, a collaborative effort so that like when cloud gaming you know becomes a thing in the next few years like they're on the same page and, and you know working together uh you know all this started with uh, Nintendo and Microsoft, um, you know, slowly but surely building this great relationship. So I think, yeah, Game Pass would be fantastic if they kind of, you know, show, all right, here it is coming to Switch. Here's how achievements are going to work, you know, work, boom, boom, boom. Like, it'd be really cool. And I'm sorry, Zach, you sounded excited. Were you saying, whoa, because you remembered the news story or something else happened? All right, no, I'm sorry. I was just scrolling Facebook and somebody posted a story. It's not related to E3, but I'll share it. Uh, they just cast Robert Pattinson as Batman. Oh, wow. Okay. That's uh, interesting. Oh, so it sounds like uh, DC and Warner Brothers, uh, my gut reaction to that, like, well, you know, I, I want to I be snarky here, and I'm going to check myself a little bit because he has done a couple of interesting indie he's roles. An underrated actor, man. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah he's that 9 11 one was pretty good. He's done some interesting, yeah, indie stuff. Like, I want to uh, see his I, new one. It's you know Batman's a, a uh, and is a weird character to do because you have to have somebody who's compelling as both Bruce Wayne and Batman, which is not an easy thing to pull off, you know. But um, sorry uh, for the <laughs> for the interruption, George. I get excited <laughs> about Batman and uh, yeah. So um, anything in particular you think with Game Pass besides maybe you know uh, showing some stuff off with Nintendo? Do you think we see? Some new entries that are coming to Game Pass. Do you think they update features, anything like that, or are you, you thinking strictly they talk about the Nintendo relationship? And yeah, I think I think they'll introduce and oh, and welcome, Bobby. I think Bobby just got in. Yes, um, I think they um, they'll introduce some some new titles, something that's going to be coming probably with with um, you know at launch. I don't know what, I don't, I'm not really sure what um, what they would toss in there. Um, I, I do think I think the biggest anticipation is what's going to go on with the Switch. Um, so I, I would think that might be the focal point, but, 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 but I really don't, I really don't have a clue, but I I certainly hope so. You think they do something bananas? Like they go, Oh, by the way, game pass is launching, launching on switch today. Like, do you think you fucking update your switch and boom, it's on there? Cause Nintendo has a bit of a precedent with that. They launched the Zelda DLC, um, the same night that they announced it. Right. If they if they want if they want to make a massive splash at E3, if they did that, I think that would be pretty huge. You imagine to get out, you know, to just be getting out of the press conference and being able to just, I don't know, start playing some of those games on there. That that would be pretty amazing. Um, the dead shit myself, but um, <laughs> 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 I, I, Man, I don't know. I don't know if I if I'd go as far to 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 call that one, but I I I would certainly welcome it. 
I just want to hear a Nintendo noise or a, a, a woohoo on Xbox's yeah. stage or something, man. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd be what, be what better way to stick it to Sony than to do that, you know, than to do something like that? It would just be, you know, it, it would be huge if they're able to. Well, see, that's that's goes that was one of my predictions. I know, uh, go, go right into it, buddy. Go, yeah, go but I, I think it, it's funny because I thought about this before with PlayStation, I mean, uh, Nintendo and Xbox getting together and kind of sticking at the PlayStation. But when Rocket League was, uh, Psionics was bought out by. Uh, Epic, uh, Fortnite. I knew something weird was happening where they're trying to merge all three consoles. So my prediction was PlayStation actually shows up at Xbox's conference, not as a full thing, but they just oh, come cool. in for a part and they say we're partnering with blah 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 and like exclusives or or like Game Pass. Something's going to happen with PlayStation at. Hey, I mean, they did this. It's going to be the biggest conference. So. Some sh- some shit out of a wrestling uh, event. I know. I, I mean, well, that that would that would be new. Bill Spencer will come down with a chair. Yeah, out of nowhere. Like that'd be great. It'll, it'll break the wall that's built between Sony and Xbox. Wow. Like, so yeah. this is the kind of hype ass episode I like to have when it comes to E3 predictions, man. Yeah, pull no punches. No dream is too big. This is fucking awesome already. Um, I so I guess continuing the hype train a little bit. I'll give my first prediction and then we'll try to roll through the second set each uh, and then go on to the next conference um i i think similar to how there was a uh, we'll call it a soft reveal of the xbox one x um at the e3 before you know that console was actually fully unveiled and launched i think that you see something similar for the next xbox so i don't think you get a name i don't think you get to see the box but i think they directly reference it and give us just a little tease that the next generation is in fact on the horizon and um you know they you know touch on the software just a bit maybe i don't know a couple specs or something just enough to kind of get you know people's um you know minds on it to look to look forward a bit uh to it Uh, i thought that was a cool thing uh, and it was very unexpected when they tease project scorpio and um, i wouldn't be surprised to see them uh, repeat that yeah, you're talking about when Phil Spencer came out at like at the top of the show and it was pretty much just like Xbox One X. This is everything that it's got, and it's a real thing. You're talking about that, right? And then he went all yeah. the games. Yeah, because he didn't really like. We didn't see the the box for the Scorpio. Um, they Until the next Scorpio. Yeah, exactly. But they teased it. They had some developers talking about how yeah. powerful it is. Can you know? I, I think something like that for sure. Um, just just to piggyback off of that last thing we were talking about Sony walking out on the stage, you guys saw that like uh, Microsoft and Sony did a partnership, and then like Phil Spencer tweeted out, excited about the opportunities ahead with Sony for us to pursue our mutual gaming ambitions and delight players around the world. Yes, I sure did. That's what I was talking about when they were cl- uh, collaboration, right, with cloud gaming. Like it seems like they're going to try to both go you know uh, and, and collaborate for that cloud uh, gaming future which i think is going to be crucial azure I think, right? is that what it's called yeah azure is the microsoft um i guess uh part of it and i think from the sound of it like you know granted like i uh, didn't have much time today to, to you know go through the articles in detail but i think sony is perhaps doing a bit more of like the hardware side like they were talking about like silicon uh chips and processors and stuff I could have that totally wrong, by the way, but um, it sounded like they were trying to create a shared infrastructure for cloud gaming so that whatever they come up with collectively would be used on both platforms to stream games like through the cloud, which is really cool. 
Um, so are we are we still on Microsoft or are we moving? Yeah, on? yeah, yeah. Go ahead yeah, with your second prediction, well, man. Yeah, oh, well, so whoever um, wants to go. <laughs> uh, I think for, um, one of the biggest games that Microsoft is going to show off, it's going to be a third party game. Um, but I think it's going to be uh, Rocksteady's finally going to show off whatever they're working on uh, at, the, at the Microsoft press conference. Um, I think it's going to be the Justice League game that, you know, everyone thinks it's going to be. And, um, you know, I, I really don't know what to expect from the game because I don't know if it's going to be like Arkham style game or, you know, how it's going to be. But I do believe that you will play as each of the members of the Justice League. And uh, it'll be story based because, you know, that's you know what they do best. They proved themselves with, you know, the Arkham games that they can tell a sophisticated superhero story. Although I feel Batman's a lot easier to do that with than the whole cast. But, um, yeah, I think I think Rocksteady's finally, you know, it's time. They We haven't seen anything since 2015 from them. So uh, I think they're finally going to show off what they're working on. And it's going to be with Microsoft. I was kind of on the same on the same track there but rather than i i know rocksteady's done with them but but uh there was always rumblings of another batman game and it, it, it just like you said it's been about four years since we've gotten anything from that um, i think I we'll get batman it just batman. won't be from rocksteady i think it'll be wb games right 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 right. but i'm saying so supposedly they, they they were working on something um the rumors were a new batman game um i don't know you're talking about some batman news now with the casting of of Robert Pattinson, maybe something from that as well. Wouldn't 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 put it past him. That would be a pretty huge title um, to throw out there. Yeah, I certainly love the Arkham games, um, but I I think it would be cool if Rocksteady did something a little bit you know, different. Um, they moved on. I'm sure they're probably ready to work on something else. It's never a bad idea to, you know, if they want to keep a franchise going, to hand it off, kind of like Crystal Dynamics patch pass the torch uh, on the final Tomb Raider game uh, so that they could work on, uh, you know, the, the Avengers game, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get to. Oh, uh, we will. A little bit later. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, I think that would, that would be cool. Microsoft stage makes sense given, you know, that all the other conferences except for Nintendo's are probably, well, and maybe even theirs are going to be like exclusively, um, you know, tied to uh, like, you know, Ubisoft, Bethesda, like those studios and publishers. Um, so, yeah, that would make sense. Um, who wants to go with their uh, their second prediction next? I'll go. OK, go for it. I I'm a big dreamer, so uh, <laughs> I, I would love to see Fable 4. Oh, okay. Yo, we might, man. That's totally might be a real thing. It's like so heavily rumored that what we were just talking about that playgrounds were. Yeah, I just think about how awesome Anthem was at Xbox's uh, conference. Like that was huge. It was beautiful. And if they could do the same thing with uh, Fable Four, that would be that would be the best. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I confess that uh, I have actually never physically played a Fable game, but I have what? watched. I've watched other people. Yeah, it's one of those like franchises that just it passed me by. And by the time, you know, I think like uh, two or three had come out, like I was just like, ah, I've never played any of these games myself. So I, you know, I just I was kind of content to to watch like you know college buddies and stuff play it. But um, yeah, man, like I, it seems like 
uh, it would be a perfect time to bring that to uh, like, you know, I mean, Western style RPGs are arguably probably like hotter than they've ever been before. Um, and Playground is such a cool fucking studio, man. Like imagine their level of detail and immersion, the way that they build worlds and having a, like that talent working on a fable game just sounds fucking perfect. Right. And I just think that'd be cool. Like only known for, you know, for, for the, have they only made Forza? Uh, I'm not sure about the history of this the studio. I could pull it up, but I, I know for well, the last regardless, years, the past couple of games that they've made have been just strictly Forza games. So correct, like, yeah. it, it'd be like, you know, that's like seeing um, Guerrilla Games go from Resistance to Horizon. Like, I feel like that's the kind of jump it would be like, holy shit, look what these guys are really capable of. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think you know, uh, Phil Spencer seems to me like the type of dude that would take the chance and roll the dice, you know, and have faith in the type of talent that they have, which is, uh, could really pay off, you know? Um, awesome. So for my, (coughs) pardon me for my final prediction, and then, you know, we'll move on to the next conference here. Um, I am going to say that we don't get an in-depth look, but at the very least, we get like a 30-second trailer of whatever the initiative is working on. Um, it feels like that studio was announced longer than a year ago, but I was, if my information is correct, uh, from what I can pull up on my phone, it looks like um, like June of last year is when they formally announced the initiative. So um, imagine that there's, they probably don't have a lot to show, but like maybe just a title or like a... Uh, sort of uh tone piece like trailer you know something that kind of give you an idea of what that game might look and feel like would be um kind of a cool way to to you know drum up hype for the next gen along with like some discussion around the console right because i think you know as you said zach they're going to want to pull attention to what they have coming out soon but i think they're also going to want to lay that groundwork for end of this gen and you know moving even into the next gen to kind of maintain excitement and and kind of remind people you have good games coming uh both soon kind of medium you know time out and then you know maybe down the road like there's good shit to look forward to um you know no matter uh you know when you're you're thinking about um microsoft in the context of gaming so yeah, I, I'm. I am super, super excited to see what they're working on. Just because, uh, like we were talking about before the show, like they're supposed to be, you know, the Sony Santa Monica, the the Naughty Dog of of X of Microsoft. So I'm just, I'm excited for them to come out and be like, yeah. Even if they don't really give us a, a trailer or anything, if they can come out and be like, you know, our game is this like like even if it's just developers talking about the game at least so we can get an idea of of what they're working on unless they just come out and they're just like here's a fucking two minute trailer with gameplay and i'll shit my pants Mm. so to give you an idea of the talent that they have there they've just recently acquired the naughty dog uh designer robert ryan who worked on last of us 2 they have a god of war lead producer brian westergaard and red dead redemption lead writer christian candamesa like that's some of the talent that they have um working like at that studio so they're taking it at least on paper very seriously and trying to get some of the best like in the industry to um you know back up that claim that they want a quadruple a like uh studio working on a quadruple a experience like yeah no idea what it's going to be but (laughs) hopefully it's a new ip and it's something that we didn't know that we wanted you know that's that's i'm i'm sure it will be a brand new ip i'm i'm sure they want 
they need Xbox needs a, a new face. Like they yeah. Chief's been around for a very long time. Marcus has been around for a very long time. And I know that the new Gears trilogy is supposed to be shifting the focus, you know, to the, the newer generation. But, you know, people think, think Gears, they still think Marcus. So, like, they need, you know, a new face to come out and be like, you know, when you think Xbox, you think this game. Absolutely. Uh, George, did you do your second uh, prediction? I, I'm sorry. I before we move on, I don't want to, like, chat. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I... I, you know, I piggybacked off of the the Batman uh, Rock City stuff as well as the Game Pass stuff. Okay, um, perfect. I, I just didn't want to uh, get too caught up in the hype that you didn't get to. <laughs> get, no, get no. To. All right. So um, that brings us to the evening press conference on Sunday, which is Bethesda. Um, you know, a, a quick reminder to maybe <laughs> listeners and all of us here. It's easy to forget that Bethesda, in addition to being a developer is now a pretty prolific publisher, um, you know, with handling uh, franchises such as Doom, Dishonored, uh, Wolfenstein, uh, you know, even things like Prey. Um, so uh, I don't know who wants to go first here, um, but uh, what are we thinking about Bethesda? Um, I'll, I'll take a kind of a ballsy guess. Um uh i'll i'll just throw both of like what i'm thinking is gonna happen i think i think they uh like i said ballsy probably not gonna happen but like i just think it'd be cool i think doom eternal is gonna have co-op and oh think, wow that that yeah. would be fucking crazy man i mean yeah <laughs> uh it's i don't think it's as far as i know it's ever been done in a doom game so um yeah. i'm not too hip to the franchise i've only played the newest one um so uh, I just think that that game is just perfect to run around and like just shoot the shit out of of these demons with your buddies. So, um, did you like uh, the Doom twenty fourteen? Yes, uh, I, I haven't beaten it yet, but I, I own it and I'll pop it in every once in a while and play it. Um, and I and I do very much enjoy it. And I don't I don't know why I haven't completed it yet because it is right up my alley. It's just nonstop awesome action, and um, I definitely. I I, I, thought, I think I have a thousand gamers scored it or came close. So yeah, Ooh, that, man, that's that's awesome. Um, just, and then the other thing I think they'll do, I think to end the show, I think uh, Bethesda is going to come out. They're going to publicly acknowledge Fallout's lackluster performance. Oh, you took my. <laughs> that's I, okay, man. I, they're going to publicly acknowledge it. He's going to come out and he's going to. They're going to say, "I promise you, that will never happen again." The lights will dim, and they'll give you a trailer for Elder Scrolls. Oh, you think that's the oh. apology, uh, that the form the apology takes, eh? Yes, I think fall, they want to put Fallout out of people's minds. I don't think, you know, Youngblood and Doom is, is enough to carry the conference. I don't really know what else they'd show. Um, but, uh, well, yeah, Wolfenstein and Doom, uh, I don't think, you know, hold the same weight that, you know, Fallout. I mean, not Fallout, that Elder Scrolls would. So, so here's my question to you super quick. Do you think that um they continue to support fallout 76 as a lot of these developers have when the games and service uh, stumbles out of the gate or do you think they just say nah my bad like you know this we, we need to refocus our efforts elsewhere it's clear that you guys just it didn't connect um i think i think they'll continue to support it because um you know fallout is still regardless of um how well it didn't perform uh is still a super well-known title and i don't think that they would just 
throw away one of their most well-known franchises to the wayside like that. I think there's still uh, people who play it and everything and, you know, they, they are, they do update the game and, and I haven't played it, but I've heard that it's a lot better now than it was. So um, I, I do think they continue. Um, I think maybe as you get closer to the release of Elder Scrolls, you might see that game support start to dwindle just because, um, you know, how big it, Skyrim was and everything. You can only imagine how big the next game will be. So I, I think it's worth pointing out. He, I mean, you know, of course he could be lying. It's been known to happen, but he did say that they're not going to show Starfield or Elder Scrolls six at E3. Which... Wait, so what's then the, the next is their next big game Starfield or yes, or... supposedly. Yeah. All right. And again, so then that's what they'll within, show. Could be evil within. Nah, I think it's going to be dishonored. I love oh, Dishonored, okay. so Damn, I'm you're totally right. awesome with that. So let's unpack that. I, I like it. All right, so uh, George, you glad out Bobby Evil got Within it. first. <laughs> uh, so are you an Evil Within fan, or are you just, you know, that's a franchise that, you know, no, was a couple man. of years from the last game? or <laughs> No, no, no. It's just things that I had read about, um, that, that I had heard about, and I, I mean, I, I've not gotten into that game, mm-hmm. um, but just got, been I've done my homework on what, could be coming out um and i heard that was thrown out but more of like a hope than than any having any kind of traction for for me i was thinking the same thing as zach i was thinking um that they're going to do something fallout related and i, I didn't think that they would show something but i thought that they would talk um, I, I don't think that they'll fully like admit a, a complete mistake and i don't think they'll stop they'll completely abandon the game you know this this you know this relatively short amount of time in but I think they'll they'll do something, some sort of commitment um, to doing something. I don't know what, um, but I do think we get something regarding Elder Scrolls for sure. Um, but you know, I, I don't know what in, con- I, in what. But I, I feel like they just have to acknowledge Fallout, uh, whether it's the the failures of '76 or some kind of commitment or, or like you know saying that they're working on on Fallout Five or or something. Man, I just feel like if you know they need to bring something up, they need to acknowledge the state of fallout right now because it was such a loved franchise it's in a bit of uh flux right now i guess Uh, of all the publishers i would say they're probably the most likely to to really just uh apologize and acknowledge it head on i mean they're the type of people in their press conference they'll say fuck on stage um they'll have andrew wk you know playing party hard you know i mean um, so I, I, I wouldn't be surprised that they address that head on. Um, this, I do, I do agree, you know, either way that, um, it'll come up in the conversation. They're just, they're too good at being somewhat self-aware, uh, to not mention it. And now Bobby, you said something else that <laughs> like made my ears perk right the fuck up because I have, uh, harassed my brother, uh, annually for not playing Dishonored one or two, um, and, uh, you know, I love both of those games. The second in particular was just utterly fantastic. Um, the diversity in the styles and, you know, the characters, like who you chose to play as and all that shit. Uh, but please elaborate, sir. Cause whew. yeah, I just feel like it's, I, I do think that they honestly do need to address the, the fallout stuff because it, it seems like every time they, they promote it like crazy, like even that weird, uh, stream they did where they kept posting things and leaving little clues and blah 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 and i think more people were hoping for a new vegas remake which that could still be a possibility 
Uh, but I I think that once they apologize for that, that's when they'll say we're going to make up for it with you know free updates or DLC or something, and then they'll be like, oh yeah, and then we have this, and then they'll show Dishonored three. And Man, then, you know that would be that I didn't go to eat three. Fuck, that would be such an awesome goodwill because. I mean that game. It's one of the most that and Timefall too. I think because I, I mean, it came out the same year. Were some of the most heartbreaking stories for me because they yeah. were critically loved and they were loved by audiences. It just people didn't show up to buy them. Yes, you know, they just didn't hit the sales numbers that I, I thought personally they deserved. Um, I man, there. I mean, there was just nothing like that for that franchise, that world. Like um, I did. Like I so. The first Dishonored, because I'm crazy, like I like I played uh, both the Clean Hands and Ghost Run, like in the same mm-hmm. run. So okay. like nobody ever sees you, and you don't kill anybody yeah. in the entire game. Everything is is pacifist. When yeah. I played the second game, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go full opposite of that shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like pure carnage. So I played as uh, what was his daughter's name? Fuck. Oh uh, no, it's not Evelyn. What's her name? God damn it. Oh man! Ah uh, man! Uh, Emily. Was, Emily. Emily. Yeah. Um. But I know. Like I loved it. Like it was all, like I thought her like skill skill tree for that was like super tailored to it, and it kind of it was fun to, you know, kind of go the opposite way as well. But like the level design, like just everything yeah. about that world is super cool. Have you? I, I'm assuming you've played, um, Dishonored or Dishonored Two since you're throwing it out there as prediction. Have oh you? yeah, yeah. I yeah. played both of them. Yeah. I played the first one and I really loved it. I never got around to playing the second. Like it just, by the time it came out, it just seemed like forgotten. And then the the lack of hype around it, I just I never got around to it. I enjoyed the first one a lot, not quite to the the masochistic extent that you that you did. <laughs> but um, um, but but yeah, I liked it a lot. It was one of those games that I like picked up. Like I want to say like on GameFly back in the day, and was like, oh whatever, let me just give it a shot. And then I just found it so fun um just just fun like you know um but i never got around to playing the second one but um there just has been no talk you know that's why i would it would be pretty cool i just i don't see it happening i mean i just i just took a peek at the dishonored like their social media page their last tweet is in 2017 announcing uh the dlc for for dishonored 2 i mean there's you know i, I don't know man I, I it seems like they might have just you know let that game well how well how well but, did Death of the Outsider perform? Uh, I do not know. It, it was rated. It was rated well. Um, I just took a peek at it. You know, it had good scores, good reviews, but much like that game itself, it just didn't pick up a lot of traction. It's probably something that they committed to when they when they developed the game. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right, Chris. You hit you 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 hit it right on the head. Like it's one of those games that. Just really solid and just didn't seem to, to pick up steam and I, I, I don't know why um, it's when they released it frankly like um, they put that game out right in the middle of uh, you know a very packed fall like just like Titanfall and I think it was a um, it, it just it was a victim of poor timing I think Sony uh, releasing games in the late winter, like February, early spring, like March, April, like they have found a special slot there that's pretty much uncontested where you can put out unproven IP or even like big giant releases where you don't have to compete with anybody and just fucking clean up. And that's what they should have done with that game. They should have had a marketing push and put it out, not in the midst of like all the other. I, I appreciate the confidence they had in it, but 
I think any dumb dumb could have told you it was going to get eaten alive, and it totally did. Yeah, yeah, fall is a really really rough time um, to be bringing out something, you know. Hey, not this year. What this year is looking bare compared to the last two years. We'll see if the, the conversation is the same uh, after E three happens. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm I'm sure that'll fill out a little bit. But um, all right. Well, I'll go ahead and throw out a couple of quick ones. I I suppose um. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know if I could I conquer the hype that is uh, Dishonored 3, man. Now you got like my <laughs> the wheels spinning in my brain. Um, I imagine, you know, so I'll do one safe and one wacky prediction. I imagine that you'll, we'll get a pretty cool, like, in-depth look at um, Wolfenstein um, Youngblood. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, another one of my all-time, like, favorite yeah, game shooter campaigns. Just a dynamite story. Like there were so many moments in that game that uh, just like uh, took me completely by surprise. Like you know, because it's such a violent, visceral game, and uh, they really tempered a lot of that with these fantastic character moments. Like being on the submarine with your with all the the, the different people, walking up and talk to them, talking to them, and you know, like just uh, it felt very much like Mass Effect Two to me. And that like in between missions, you were getting a lot of character building and as things happen in the game, like plot wise, it was, uh, you know, like you, you started to, 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 you know, have concern about the safety of uh, some of your crew members that you really got to like uh, that. And also um, uh, I suppose like I should, well, do you guys care if I throw out a, a, a mild spoiler for Wolfenstein too? Like it's been a, out a while. I'll just right. take my headset off. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, like I said, my, it's going to seem like a major spoiler. It's not this happens halfway through the game. But not to mention that it has some crazy shit like your fucking character gets his head cut off. And then, like, it rolls down a garbage chute and your fucking crew, like, catches it and attaches you, like, to it. Like, it was, like, the most, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, moment, man. I, I love that shit. But, um, so, yeah, I, I hope the, uh, the this, this new one that they're going to come out with is... Uh, you know, carries that same tradition of just a good pedigree, um, you know, cool story, cool combat. Um, I imagine, uh, you know, that they'll, they'll do it justice as everything that they've done. The Wolfenstein franchise has been fantastic so far. Uh, wacky prediction. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think uh, what kind of shit Bethesda could pull besides, I mean, Dishonored 3 would probably have been the, the craziest thing I could have come up with. Um, ah, man. You know what? I'll just stand behind Zach in that. I think even though they said the Starfield and Elder Scrolls aren't going to be there, that I think that's going to be misdirection or maybe that they'll pivot and do it. So, uh, yeah, at least one of them. The, the next one to be released will be the one they show off. Stop. Yeah. Do you think we'll see like any gameplay? Like, I mean, because we just got like basically a title sequence last time. Yeah, I think I think maybe um some like cinematic world building and. In- maybe like showing you some characters and like, you know what the game actually is. I don't think we'll see gameplay of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair play. All right. So, um, after Bethesda, uh, we have, um, a Monday afternoon, uh, conference with, uh, Ubisoft. So, Hell yeah. um, I'm actually really looking forward to this, uh, for a reason that I'll get into in a second with, uh, with my predictions, but, uh, actually, you know what? I'll kick it, I'll kick it off. Like, uh, for this go around. Um, so I think beyond good and evil two is a safe bet. I think they're going to announce, <laughs> I don't know if it'll hit, but I think they'll announce a spring release. Cause we know that they have three 
unannounced games that are coming out before March of 2020, I think this is going to be one of them. I think that they've kind of had their head down, and I think that they've probably progressed a lot farther in this game that they're letting on, and I think that would be a huge get-hype moment for uh, for their press conference, showing that you know that game is uh, you know nearing the finish line. Whether or not they hit that date is a completely different conversation, but I think that they will announce a release date. So and, you think uh, it's next year regardless? spring uh i would not surprise me yeah i mean i would think it's certainly doable for them to if they if they slip from spring to to put that shit out um you know like a late as a late summer title like if it was gonna um yeah but i yeah i think they're um hard at work on this and i i think that it looks fabulous from what we've seen like it's probably one of the things i'm looking forward to most um from their upcoming you know lineup um yeah, for when, uh, what I think, what I want, what everybody wants, especially after what was just tweeted out the other day, um, the new a new Splinter Cell. Um, I think you either open or close your conference with the noise of the, the yep the yep the night vision goggles going on. Like you either open or close it, and like you know when when he comes out, you know how he always comes out at the end. What's his name? Eve Eves. Uh, Yves Gaumont, yeah. yeah. When he comes out on stage and like he always comes out at the end and he's like, thank you, everybody have a good night. And then bam, like that noise should hit and the like the crowd would lose their fucking mind. I will lose my mind. Um, I think they're going to announce it. Um, I think Michael Ironside will be back because they already used him in the Ghost Recon game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Spies vs. Mercs coming back. Um, yeah. I think it's going to release this year. Ooh, Ooh and I, that would be I, awesome. I think it's going to have uh, like Spies vs. Merc and the m- more recent games have had that whole separate like co-op story. Um, I think they'll bring that back too because that's that's a whole lot of fun. If not, just offer the, the game and co-op. So do you think that tweet was a mistake that they're like a drunken like whoops that they're passing off on as a joke? Or do you think he just made I the think joke, maybe didn't think to, anyone was going to... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just. I'm so. I'm excited. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I mean, that's basically it. Like, do you think it was actually like an intentional joke, or do you think it's something that they're trying to spin into a joke? Um. I think. I think it was more just me personally. I think it was to maybe gauge interest. Um. To you know, they obviously people want a new game, so if they're like, "Hey, we're working on this," you know, and then the public can, you know, they can actively see what the public thinks about that news. And then they could, you know, maybe run how they're going to put Splinter Cell into the E3 conference based off of how the public re- uh, reacted to, you know, the slip uh, in air quotes of a new Splinter Cell game coming out. So um, I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, but I do feel like, uh, I don't know, like uh, at least some of the leaks around E3 have to be intentional, right? Like some of that shit, like absolutely. I don't think the, the big surprises, right? Like I don't think any studio would want to like, you know, ruin that kind of shit, but I do feel like some of the shit, like, I'm like, yeah, you got to wonder, like, right? Like somebody, uh, just to draw up some excitement, you know? Did you guys, like, are you guys Splinter Cell fans? Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Wait, waiting to get a, a word in here. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I absolutely do think some of these things are calculated. The reason being is, like, I, I really, I, you know, no Assassin's Creed uh, coming out this year. Like, I, I really could give a fuck about Ubisoft's uh, press conference, to be honest with you. But now... So oh they, they, they they let out some splinter stuff. No, I just just me. Like I've not been a big uh, guy, but 
But but when you talk Splinter Cell, the Splinter Cell franchise holds like a very special place in my heart. And nothing gets me more excited than 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 the, that it hasn't. It's been what like six years since the last um, Splinter Cell. Wow, game minute. Yeah. You know? And and this is the thing for me in particularly the last memory that I have of a Splinter Cell game. See, um, I was an asshole and I bought the collector's edition because it was on sale. Um, the one that came with the plane, right? And I said, I'm not going to use the plane until I beat the game. So I beat the game. And then I went out, and this is six years ago. So I went out with a, with a friend to help me out and launch this remote control plane, like a straight up like remote control plane. Like it was, that thing was so hard to pilot that like you had to have someone like kind of throw it in the air to launch it for you. Like it would be too difficult to take off on the ground. And, and there may or may not be a YouTube video circulating about it, but, um, you know, so I'm holding it in the air and I just I launch it myself and, and try to take off. And that shit just goes up like a few feet, takes a fucking nosedive and just fucking breaks in half. And that is the last memory that I have of a splinter cell anything. That's the last thing that's in my mind. It's just me crashing that remote control fucking plane in, in the smithereens. You know, I, I was so excited to, to fly that goddamn plane, um, you know, and ever since then, you know, I just just been disappointed i just uh i would be so excited for for a splinter cell game um i, I love them spies versus mercs is probably one of the most underrated multiplayer things ever for me i i, I enjoyed when that, that that came out so good that was not too long after like you know the the halo 2 days um you know and, and that was fun to take a break from halo 2 to play that it was such a fun game mode um i i, I hope I, I hope it was all calculated. I hope it's true. I hope something's coming, and I hope we get something now. Um, there was a bunch of uh, Easter eggs in, like you said, in, in Wildlands, and also I think uh, I hadn't played it, but I but a buddy of mine told me that um, they had some Easter eggs regarding Sam Fisher in in Far Cry um, expansion. John, is it? I think um, they had some stuff about him in there too. So, um, so how I, did I, you guys I, feel about Blacklist? I I loved it, man. I, I didn't I play. I didn't play Blacklist, so I, I did not. Uh, I can't comment one way or the other. Did you not? I did not play Blacklist. The no, most recent exactly. one. That's the. Oh no! I played it. I I I hundred percented that game. I got every achievement, man. I I loved Blacklist. Amazing game. I I I loved it, man. Yeah, yeah. Twenty thirteen, that game came. Out. Like, come on, we're fucking do that. Yeah, I'm just looking at that now. That's six years. Yeah, we're it's doing been, it. Yeah, we are due. Motherfucker, we are due. <laughs> Instead, we're getting... We got Watch Dogs 1 and 2 and possibly 3 now. That was probably my prediction. Again, See, what, but what's what's <laughs> Ubisoft's big game this year? There's no Assassin's Creed. I think I it's think Skull and Bones, I think, just got delayed. Yeah. I'm thinking Watch Dogs 3. And I they're going to talk about Watch, Do Watch Dogs 3. Uh, that's what that's no, do. don't do that to me. I hope not. Look, I, I played Watch Dogs one and I thought it was garbage, and I didn't even bother wanting to try the second one. But which I heard was an improvement in every way. I also did not play two. Yeah, Same. it's just one was so bad for me that it, I I just didn't want to put myself through that. I like it, it just it, it wasn't a game. It wasn't. It didn't have any redeeming qualities for me to give it a second shot. You know. Um. But now that I heard, that I'm pretty sure three is gonna come out. So. I don't know. Maybe no, could, their, could their big game be Beyond Good and Evil too? Is there any chance that fucking thing drops this fall? Like, and they just pull the rug out? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so either. But fuck. Yeah, I mean, I all right. So this is me. I never played the first one, so I don't. I don't understand what all the, what all the hype is. That's not to say the hype isn't real uh, yeah. about you know this game. It's just I don't. I've never played the first one, so I don't know why this game is as big as it is. 
So they teased it last year, right? Uh, they've a couple of years in a row. They the last year they showed some some gameplay or what appeared to be some alpha gameplay. The year before was more like just the trailer. Uh, so I, I I went back and played the original on uh, backwards compatibility. Um, and there's bits of it that you know have it age well. Obviously, it's an original Xbox game, um, and the one on backwards compatibility is like the remaster that was on 360. Um, but like even with all the rough around the edges, you know, bits of it, like uh, it's undeniably charming, and it just looks like the sheer scope that they have for this game, like with all of that charm and just cool world building that they did. I, I like it. Just like I, I mean, it's got me. Super excited. I went back and played the first game just because the uh, tone trailer impressed me so much. I was like, this fucking world looks bonkers. Uh, I got to see, you know, what the game, and I knew, like, I'd heard about that game for years. Um, like, like, that cover art is iconic um, with Jade, um, you know, uh, on, on the cover with the fucking um, like the pig. On the pig. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! I'm having brain farts left and right tonight, but um, yeah. Is the is the is the first game like as gritty and everything as the second one looks? Uh not not at all. Like, I mean, this the second one looks very very dark, which again has kind of intrigued me more. Like, and I like without spoilers, like it looks like there might be some weird, like supposedly this shit is a uh, a prequel to like the first game and i just don't understand how like i don't know man like there's some weird shit going on for sure like um so yeah i'll be interested to see like how all that shakes out i, I just played the first game I, I didn't know much about it all i know that it just it, like it, it didn't sell well though right like it just it was like it, it gained like a cold following cool classic yep yeah, that is well, a good well, way to describe well, it so um so i can see why it's taken so long to to bring it back out um it, it looks weird i don't know but uh <laughs> You know, maybe we'll get something for that. I, I, if you, you said that they talked, they talked about it two years in a row. I mean, shit, like. But at the, the same buzz time, is very high like, for it too. Like, it's one of those things that, like, it's high profile now, um, because it seemed like the impossible game that people were never going to get but wanted. And then when they finally, you know, said that it was coming and showed it off, like, you know, it's not just a half-assed like effort. I mean, it's very clear that they're treating it as serious as they would like any of their other properties, if not even more so you know um is michelle uh Guimont, like his brother is he directing it um so eve is like the ceo of ubisoft i think he his brother might be directing it which oh, you know so then that game is going to get all the support yeah um i let me make sure i'm not talking out of my ass here but um uh, just what? real. Oh yeah, Bobby, go ahead. You I was gonna say, yeah, I, I was just glad I had a big list because you guys went through like almost all of them. But I have <laughs> two. <laughs> I have two that I have been thinking about. Uh, one's a little crazy, and one uh, just seems to make sense with the way it's going. I think uh, Ubisoft announces a VR game, uh, Tom Clancy's Hawks Two in VR, where it was kind of like Ace Combat. It was a flight simulator. I think that uh, that was a good game uh, when it came out. I did enjoy that a lot more than than Ace Combat. And my other one is Prince of Persia. Hell yeah, I forgot about that game. <laughs> like I would love for them to break because I love those on any system, Vita, anything. They were oh man. They oh were man, you just fucking put like so much excitement. Prince of Persia. Yeah, I just yeah. I mean, if, if Bobby's right about half his predictions, I'm gonna be fucking. I'm, I'm gonna be so excited. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be put on a watch list if any of them are right. 
I totally forgot about Prince of Persia, dude. Holy shit. When was the last Prince of Persia game? Because I like I can only imagine how fucking awesome they could make Egypt look. Or not Egypt, wherever he is. Um, so Michel Ansel is not uh, Guillermo's uh, brother, uh, but I had the right um, person for the uh, just to set the record straight there. But yeah, for, uh, Prince of Persia uh, has been a hot minute. Yeah, so it's it's been probably close to ten years, if not more. So yeah, that would be cool. Like that's an awesome. Like you got to imagine with modern, you know, uh, game design and uh, technology. Like that would be a really fucking cool. Uh, way to you know bringing that into the modern age could be a ton of fun yeah oh i'm sorry apparently tom clancy's hawks 2 already came out so i guess it'll be three beyond <laughs> so hmm. I, I never even knew that there was a second one they stuck that one in there so i'll throw I just, out a wild prediction uh i i maybe this wouldn't be the year for it i'm trying to did fractured but a hole come out last year or is that the year before i believe the year before so oh, I wonder if they yeah. announce a, a third and final like South Park uh, game, you know, wow. with the uh, the same studio. I, to really ham up the fact that it's like a trilogy, and you have a lot of you know trilogies <laughs> that are coming to a close, or like big franchises coming to a close. If they kind of ride that train of like you know pop culture and what would they uh, what would they mock like Star Wars and Star Trek? I think would be perfect. perfect. I, yeah, I was gonna say because they've done the superhero thing, they've done um, the uh, like the RPG like fantasy thing. Yeah, yeah. sci-fi would would seem to be like the next. I mean, because it's South Park. Like, I mean, they the possibilities are are pretty much endless as far as like how they can handle that. Um, but that would be kind of fucking cool. Um, I love see, those like, games. I, me too, man. Like, uh, they're they're both fantastic. Yeah, the humor in those is just top notch. It is so good. Even the gameplay, I mean, truthfully, for like what they're trying to accomplish, like, uh, like you know, I thought the combat system in particular in Fracture But Whole was really cool and interesting. Like, kind of a nice little take on, you know, turn based having the grid system and and you know, uh, being able to kind of like play around with that a little bit. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, the fucking humor is. I mean, come on, you get like a, a twelve hour episode of South Park in which you get to kind of you know steer the action a little bit it was, it was great. literally like the art in that game. It, it is literally like you playing an episode. It, it looks exactly like it. Yeah, just like the voice and the story. Like, I mean, everything is just like, yeah, it's great. Like that was another game that like I felt compelled. I think I hundred percented to fracture behold. Like, did the secret Morgan Freeman fight? Like, as like my, the black character. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like, yeah, the game was awesome. <laughs> All right, what's what's what, what anyone else got for for Ubisoft? Oh, for another thing for Ubisoft, I'll just throw it there. I think they're gonna they'll show off uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle too. Oh, that would be cool. I, I, yeah. I thought that was a little underplayed. Myself. Uh, I'm I'm playing through the first one now, and I'm and I'm loving it so much. And that game came out two years ago, I think. So uh, definitely, you know, could show off uh, a new one because I think that title was uh, a little more successful than they thought it would be. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it, it I, launched I, at a good time on the Switch too, when like you know the software was a little bit scant, you know, as far as like first party stuff, especially. Um, and I thought that was just a great game that kind of like took you took advantage of like the what the Switch was, which is you know something that I think a lot of people play like strictly on the go. That's me. Like I hardly ever dock that thing. Same. Um, and that's a great game to like just play like a level or two and then put it down. Like right, like it's. Uh, that's it's, exactly what I do. 
Yep. Awesome. Um, okay, well, let's uh, let's maybe truncate it a bit and just do one prediction uh, each for Square. Um, theirs is uh, Monday evening at nine o'clock. Um, just because I, number one, I don't think that they're going to have uh, as much. I think it's going to be more quality or over, over quantity as far as their press conference. Theirs was by far, I thought, the fucking worst last year. Um, just in terms of like, I mean, everything from the presentation to, to what they actually had to, to show for it. But um, I, I think they have nowhere to go but up. Um, anybody want to take a stab first? So yeah. can we, can, I, you could definitely go first, but like, can we just throw out the universal thing that we, do we all think Avengers is going to be shown off? Absolutely. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the guarantees are probably Avengers and a release date for Fantasy 7 probably, right? This is the gimmies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I just want to touch on uh, Avengers real quick because that's what I'm most excited for from them. Um, I, I think it's going to be, uh, I'll just, super brief, I think it's going to be, you know, obviously st- very story focused. I think it's going to be like Grand Theft Auto V in a sense that it'll have you jumping oh. from character to character. Like, I think what I think, well, not what I think, what I want it to be, I guess, is what this really is, is, you know, something happens where, uh, you know, all the Avengers get killed or something, or, and, you know, they time travel, and you you take control of each character, and you, like, each character is doing a different mission to, you know, try and reverse whatever cataclysmic event that was and everything. And um, I think it'll have you jumping from, from character to character, which I think would be awesome. Uh, but I want a game like Destiny with like raids and grinding, and I want to make super fucking awesome superheroes and shit. But that'll never happen. So I think it's gonna be very story driven, and I just can't wait. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I mean, Square Enix, so you know, is I, I love Square Enix. I know they delivered some blunders before, but they've they've also delivered some of the best games that that like one of some of my favorite games. I would say. I think we obviously get a, a release date on Final Fantasy VII. Excited for that, but um, I'm just, this is not—I don't know if it's a prediction or more of a hope. But I'd love to see a real, legitimate Chrono Trigger sequel. Ooh, that would be fucking awesome! Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd be—I'd be there for that. I think a lot of people would. It's—I think we're fucking way overdue for something like that. Um, so that that's that's what I'm going with, but I, I think it'll be heavy on on the Avengers and um, and Final Fantasy VII. Um, but I, I think they'll they'll definitely improve last year for sure. There was two Marvel projects under Square, was there not? Mm, that I could not verify. I I, I, I could have sworn when they very first unveiled the Avengers game, there was an Avengers game, and I thought a Galaxy game. I thought, they, do they have a mobile going on or no? I, I could be totally wrong and talking on my ass here. I just could have sworn I remembered that being a thing. But I, I, yeah, that's kind of faintly ringing a bell. I mean, the Guardians game. Because um, I, I feel like, yeah, there was the one that Telltale was working on and then like something else. Um, there's definitely an Iron Man VR game, I know, um, that it previewed pretty well recently. Um, I, I think it's, you know, definitely. We should know. I mean, Crystal Dynamics is a fantastic developer uh, team. Uh, it'll be really cool to see what they do with the Avengers game. Um, you got to imagine pretty challenging depending on how they handle it. Like if you're going to play as multiple Avengers, like that's like trying to make 
Anthem and God of War and whatever else, like all at the same time, right? Like all those mechanics, like the Avengers have to feel distinctly different. They have to really nail that. Um, so hopefully they pull that off. But um, I, I have no clue what that game is going to look like. Like in my mind, it could be like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance type thing, or it could be, you know, something that is um, a little bit more like, I don't know, I guess like Uncharted, where it's a bit more linear, but like big action set pieces, you know. Um, I just have no fucking clue. What do you guys think the genre of that game is going to be? I, I I think what I'm I was thinking kind of like a like a DC universe, but more geared to like a single player style of that. Um, you know that that kind of like open world sandbox type thing. Because um, I mean DC universe got a lot of things wrong, but uh, they got a lot of things pretty cool too regarding how to kind of incorporate all of those kind of abilities into. Um, um, into a game where it still seems kind of balanced and kind of fits. So I think somewhat of a blueprint, a rough blueprint is out there. So I think not worried about them being able to pull that off. Um, so, I, but I think it would be like that, kind of like the Grand Theft Auto. That I think that would be the the way to go. Um, I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would want it to be like uh, just like a like a knockoff of you know um, the Spider Man game, where it's just you know I, I could see it being that way. Um, but the other thing is, though, if I'm not mistaken, they signed a multi-game deal. Like, it's not just this one game. It's either either going to be like a uh, like a couple of games re- regarding this, or they might be working on multiple things. I don't know. But Here's I the think- million dollar question: Is it co-op? Is it like online co-op? Oh, I don't know. I I hope so. I, I, with every game, I hope for co-op, but so few of them actually uh, put it in. Um, I. I don't, but I don't care. Like I'm good with whatever. I would be it would, co-op would be really cool. But if you give me an experience like something that was as good as uh, like a God of War, Grand Theft Auto, the Spider-Man game, like man, you know you can't go wrong with that. Awesome. So my get hype moment. Uh, I don't think this is a prediction. Like, like I feel like there's a 0.5 chance that this happens, <laughs> but nonetheless. Um, so fade to black. Square Enix logo comes up, Nintendo logo comes up next, and then <laughs> Super Mario RPG sequel for the Nintendo Switch made oh, by Square so Enix. Direct sequel, none of that Paper Mario bullshit. Like, I'm talking Gino's back, um, you know, like a direct follow-up. Uh, I don't even give a shit if it's, like, more in, like, the same kind of style as Mario RPG, like, kind of how they modernized um with uh octopath traveler i'd be totally fine with that but just give me a sequel like i would love that yeah 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 i was excited for mine until you said yours my gosh (laughs) sorry i had to get a little audio cue there oh good i i my two uh one's a very rare and one something that i want uh i'd like to see a new dose x uh game uh, oh, Deus Ex, yeah. Yes, yeah. I would love to see a new one of those, and possibly the second near Automata. The second. Oh, Nier. I would definitely not be surprised if we see that. Yeah, that I'm hoping that they at least show a trailer or something for it, or just show a picture and say it's coming, because uh, so, that game was huge. So I did see though that um, that Crystal Dynamics was partnering with um, is it Eidos or Eidos Montreal, which is the studio that made. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deus Ex, right? So, um, oh. and it's for Guardians. 
Right, but it's part of. It's supposed to be. They're supposed to have some some involvement with the Avengers game, um, and and if they do, I don't know. Maybe maybe a a choice RPG type thing uh, in the Avengers world would be pretty cool. That would be super awesome. An RPG with like you could kill Marvel characters, <laughs> like your party. You could be Marvel characters, and they could like die. That'd be super cool. I mean, it's Square Enix. I mean, if there's one thing they know how to do, it's fucking RPGs, right? So if they sure. if they if they pull that off, something like that, or even maybe something more lighthearted to like that of uh, Kingdom Hearts type thing, um, would still be pretty freaking cool, right? I mean, it, it could def- totally see you building up a uh, character, learning abilities, skills, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, now that now that you mentioned Kingdom Hearts, like I could totally see it, like. I kind of mentioned like the time stone and jumping around, but like you have to jump around to like you play as like an individual hero jumping around to different times. And that's how you'll interact with all the different Avengers and stuff. That could be cool. Yep. Yep. I could, I could definitely see that happen going to different planets, different areas, different worlds, different times. Maybe you're either an Avenger or you're a, some kind of new hero, you know? Yeah. Like interacting with all the Avengers. Yep. So, Bobby, back to your prediction really quickly. Sure. Uh, I never played Near Automata um, or, like, I don't think I've ever finished a Deus Ex uh, game. Like, I, I played probably Mankind. Oh, no, was that the second one? What's the second one? Mankind Divided was the, the third in the third. trilogy. With, yeah. Um, whatever the second one was. Uh, Human Revolution, I think. Yeah. Um, I played a good bit of that. Um, but Near Automata looked fucking bizarre, like, and wild to <laughs> me. Like, because you beat that game, like, what, like, six times, like, is what you have to do? Because after you beat it, like there's like a, a B path. And then when you beat that, like there's like, and you beat it faster and faster is what I, I like. I, I didn't want to spoil it for myself. So I just kind of got the broad stroke. But the way I understood it is that like, yeah, it's like the resident evil, multiple endings that extend type of deal. It's yeah, it's, it's great though. I highly recommend it. If no one's played it. I'm so mad. I bought it on PS4. I've never opened it. I bought it on PS4. <laughs> and then a couple months later, it came out on Xbox. And I, I love achievements and everything. Oh. So I was like, man, this sucks. I don't want to play this on PS4 now when I went out on Xbox. So I'm just hoping I can find someone that's got it and I'll just trade them the PS4 version for the Xbox. <laughs> New inbox. All right. Well, uh, so that, that brings us to the final um, conference, which. Uh, what do they call it? The Nintendo Treehouse Live, right? Usually is what they refer to it as. Um, it's a little bigger than a direct, but uh, that's going to be Tuesday um, around lunchtime. Uh, so Tuesday, June 11th, uh, noon Eastern time. Um, I I genuinely, I'm probably more at a loss here. Like, I feel like there's definitely very safe things that you could say for things that we'll see with Nintendo. But uh, lately, they've been pretty good with the, the surprises. Um like I would have never guessed you that, for example, that we were going to get a um, a Legend of Zelda: uh, Link's Awakening uh, remake, you know. But here we are. So um, I think that you know, definitely have fun with this one. Um, as far as predictions go, what do you guys think? I mean, I already touched on the. Uh, I think they'll have something obviously regarding the the Game Pass thing. Um, I mean, if they hey, if Square Enix kicks it off with uh, Super Mario RPG, that would be cool. Um, but I think it, I mean, they're probably going to throw out a surprise, but I think it'll, it'll be kind of playing it safe. I think we'll get, uh, Metroid. Um, I don't know if, if Metroid four, or maybe they'll be releasing or porting the original trilogy trilogy onto the switch. That would be pretty cool. 
Um, but I, I don't know if we'll get something. I can't think of what what would come out that would be super super crazy. But I I, I would I think we'll see some version of Metroid uh, for sure. Because they 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 said that they're totally totally rebooting that right. Like it was in development. It wasn't going the way they wanted to. So they completely. I don't yeah. know if they were scrapping everything, but I got the impression that. Yeah, largely they were going back to the drawing board. You got to imagine they'll rescue some assets and things like that, but um, it didn't sound like it was close to coming out soon. Yeah, I'm thinking either a tease and what you know what they could do, which I could see Nintendo doing it as like kind of to to appease fans in the meantime, is re you know releasing the the trilogy, porting it to the to the Switch, you know, um, doing something like that uh, while while we're waiting for the four and some kind of teaser to go along with it, you know. I think that's yeah, definitely reasonable for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm in agreement. I, I think maybe a tease for four, and definitely like, I mean, the the trilogy on Switch has been rumored for ages. Like, I would have probably bet a hundred bucks uh, that we would have heard about it by now. Um, and you know, uh, with how much uh, rumors were were swirling for a while with that, so um, yeah, definitely. Now, if I go with something absolutely crazy, and this is obviously contingent on the Game Pass stuff. The original Halo trilogy coming to Switch oh, cross-platform online multiplayer. Wow! On that, you know, that's Master Chief Chief Collection, basically, like, or just like, yeah, like something. Basically, more. yeah, just basically the wow. Master Chief Collection, right? Halo One through Three coming onto the Switch via Game Pass and cross-platform. I mean. It could work, right? I mean, you know, the graphics line up, you know, the controllers are very similar. You know, I think it could absolutely work. And we've already seen it with like Fortnite and stuff, right? I mean, if they if they bring out Game Pass and they want to put the stamp on this Microsoft Nintendo relationship, bring Master Chief over to Nintendo. Wow. I like Maybe that, a little man. super little Super Smash uh, DLC. You know? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, no, Chief in Super Smash would be awesome. Hey, Snake's in there. I mean, I'm just just fucking running with it, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, like this is why I love doing E3 predictions. It's like you could like your imagination can run completely bonkers. Like even the shit that like we know is like 99% sure like not gonna happen. It's still fucking fun to speculate. Um. But, but, like, but like like uh like Lloyd Christmas, you know, so you're <laughs> telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I mean it, it sounds crazy and massive, but it's not so crazy, right? Like No, no, yeah, especially after the last year. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I would agree. Shit. Um I don't know, Bobby, what you, what you got, man? You got you got any I, any hope streams? Short not for Nintendo, not after seeing that last thing and then the VR that they just had. I'm I'm not too excited, uh, but I I would like to see. I know that they're coming out with different Switch models, and I would like to see one that possibly uh, like the Samsung tablet that they're or phone that they're trying to do the foldable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would like to see that just pretty much replace the 3DS, where it's just the Nintendo realizes that it's the same thing, and and they finally just Vita it. I would like that, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Maybe yeah. a ten, maybe a 1080p um, switch, you know, because I think it. Yeah, I that would be nice. Yeah, not in 720, right? 
So supposedly they said that they're not going to discuss hardware again. Uh, like they lie all the time, uh, yeah. these companies when it comes to E3. But they supposedly said that they will not be discussing hardware at um, E3. But you know, who, like I said, who knows really? Um, yeah, it's going to be Bowser's first uh, E3 too. It's so fucking great that the yeah. guy that is replaced mm-hmm. Reggie is Doug Bowser. Like, what a fucking great. Yeah, he knew what job to apply for. Yeah, yeah no shit. There's, well, this was supposed to be a Super Mario movie in the works too, right? You know, I had like live action, like the Pokemon. No, I'm sorry. Uh, wow, that would be yeah. some. Yeah, yeah. I heard they were working on working on a, like a Super Mario movie. Um, you know, along with like with this Sonic shit, but um, maybe that'd be cool too. No, oh, the Sonic thing. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not even gonna go there because we don't have that much time. <laughs> so my like safe prediction would be like i think that um perhaps they they do some sort of um uh, what do i want to get uh, yeah okay i'll say like uh, some sort of tease for uh like Star Fox or like f-zero like one of their other kind of dormant uh or semi-dormant mm-hmm. franchises um nothing like extended look yeah i mean they they've fucked up Star Fox so bad the last like couple of games it would be nice to see them kind of go back to the basics with that like you know this is what Star Fox is like we're you know know, cool missions like cool character interactions and like more you know most importantly like flying and combat that just feels good right like I think that like they need to just go back to the basics there I'd even be fine with like a reboot of like you know Star Fox kind of how Star Star Fox 64 was essentially a 3D reboot of um, the SNES version um Simple, uh, simple, simple gameplay. Like the game, the this, the simplicity of the the flying and the, the the combat was, I think, what made that game. So yeah, yeah, I yeah, hundred percent. Like that's, I don't need anything. I don't need, like even like I would argue like the um the submarine and the tank levels in Star Fox sixty four were probably my least favorite out of all those, um just because I felt like they it felt like dog shit for the most part. Um, so like yeah, I'm fine. With, they could just do away with all that. Like just give me the R wing. And uh, let's go. Uh, I think probably for like my uh, my wild prediction, my kind of my get hype moment for Nintendo. Who? Um, I, I feel like this is a combination of get hype and also safe, but because it, it, like I have all this shit anyway, like on my SNES Classic. But SNES games as part of Nintendo Online would be pretty fucking cool. You know, easy crowd pleaser. Um, I don't know if they have plans or have talked about that but having snes games as part of the nintendo online would be uh would justify that you know it's already a pretty low price tag but would make it even more of a no-brainer so i'd like to see them throw some more shit on there since they don't have a virtual console library at the moment uh that yeah that i could see that they do already have a bunch of of nes titles i saw so Mm -hmm. So, yeah add a lot too so i mean like that library has gotten huge yeah, I think that's a, that's a safe safe bet that it's probably going to happen at some point. Great. It's funny that that's as uh, as far as I can reach for the stars, I guess, like Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> for right now. But I think it's just because they've done such a solid job. Like, I mean, really, my hat is off to them. Like the recovery from the Wii U to the Switch has been like a pretty good about face. So definitely. Anybody else have any other Nintendo predictions you want to toss out? Yeah, so um, 
Not maybe not like a prediction, more of like a a want. I think uh, Luigi's Mansion Three will will include <laughs> a, a a port of the original game for Switch. Okay, um, which I think would be super cool. I haven't played it in since GameCube, and I would love to play it again because um, I'm definitely going to get Luigi's Mansion Three because I just remember loving Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube. So uh, I'm I'm uh, super hopeful. Uh, I don't I don't you know. I, don't think it'll happen, but um, what I think, uh, I think uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance is going to steal the show. Really? For, for Nintendo. Yeah, I think they're going to show off that game. Uh, I think there's a lot of skepticism around it, and I think that's, that's justified. Um, you know, the game was on, you know, 360 and, and PS3, and, and now here it comes, the, the, you know, the, the newest game in the series as an exclusive to Nintendo. So, but, um, you know, it's, it's cool because, you know, uh, everybody knows who the black order is now after infinity war and Endgame. So, uh, you know, those villains won't be as, um, you know, head scratching and all that. Uh, I think, did you guys play, uh, the first two? Negative. I think I played like a, a hair on the 60, but, um, not, not for any long period of time. Did you play uh, X Men? Um, what was it called? I know it's like I remember that it's it's kind of like those old school arcade games. It's like uh, Diablo, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a right. mixture of like a, a like a beat 'em up like X Men game, like you would play in the arcade and Diablo. I would say is like a good kind of. I remember that so, arcade game that I loved playing. That that uh, I forgot what it was. I think uh, it was just X Men. The second no, game, no, like it was something else. Like it was magic related. Um, there was some oh. arcade game. I forgot what it was. Gauntlet. Yes, Gauntlet Legends. There you go. Like that. That type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, Tarzak. No, no, that's cool. Uh, the second <laughs> game, it was like super cool. Like the way, like you could combine powers. So like, uh, you know, Hulk and Spider Man could, you know, they could combine their powers where like. Hulk will, you know, rip up some of the ground, hold it above his head. Spider Man throws a bunch of like. Um, web bombs on it and then takes a web and pulls it out of Hulk's hands and like throws it at the enemies. So like that's just like one of the moves. Like there was a bunch of combo moves that you could do with all the different heroes and everything. So like I can only imagine uh how they're gonna expand upon that and you know I think I think they're gonna come out, they're gonna show the game off, they're gonna show gameplay because it comes out a month after E three. So I think they're gonna, you know, really uh, blow the roof off that game, and I think it's going to, uh, you know, blow everyone away with how good it looks and you know how it plays and you know what you're able to do in the game. And uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just super excited. That's more just hopeful because I love Ultimate Alliance. I love comic books, so like, and that's got them all in there. So I'm just, I really, really need this game to be good. That's cool. Sounds cool. It's awesome. If you own a Switch, I definitely recommend. Like, I haven't even played it yet. Get, I already recommend getting it just off of how good the previous games were. Yeah, check yeah, it out. I, I played the, um, I think it was two on the 360 with my nephews, like a bunch. Like, it was a good game to kind of just, like, fuck around with, like, friends and, like, solid, ca- solid catch co-op. Like, I, I never, like, got, like, super deep into it, but definitely, like, had fun, like, playing it over a couple afternoons. Yeah, it's just it's just a fun game to and I mean like I'll play it to you know for the story and everything because I'm I'm into superhero. But 
uh, you know, if it is the type of game where you could just pick it up, you know, I want to play as Deadpool today. I want to play as Hulk today. I want to, you know, do all this. Like you can do that. If you just want to go in and play superhero, like it, it totally allows you to do that. And it's just as fun. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. So, uh, is that, did everyone throw out a prediction or two for Nintendo? Cause I, I suppose we, we should touch on EA. They're, they're doing something a little different, which we'll, we'll talk about in a second, but did everyone throw out what, what, uh, what your hopes and dreams or predictions are for Nintendo? I've never got it right with Nintendo. So I'm just, no, <laughs> <laughs> they always yeah. get you. I think the only thing I wonder with them before we move on is like, uh, I probably wouldn't be the place for it, but They've been pretty quiet on the, um, you know, Nintendo expansion at Universal Studios down in George and I's uh, neck of the woods down here in Florida. So, oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be curious to see if they tease any of that. Yeah. Um, Oh, I wish they would tease the uh, a Pokemon game on the Switch, the new one. Oh, they probably will. They probably that'll definitely be shown. I hope they tease the hell out of that. That Animal Crossing, I feel like, are very slight. Oh, everybody's about the Animal Crossing, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they'll show some game, gameplay footage of the the Pokemon game coming out. I think it's later this year, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. No question. Um, all right, now I have something to look forward to. Well, uh, how how nuts do you think the crowd would go if they announced uh, Waluigi for Smash? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's hard to say. Like, I think I don't know. Like, nuts isn't like enthusiastic. I think they go nuts like with laughter, maybe. Like, yeah, like because... about time. Like, finally, yeah, like, well, yeah. he's... <laughs> giant. Like, that's like every time a new character gets announced, I just love the sad, sad Waluigi memes everywhere. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some good ones lately too, like with the like some of the recent content, like that's been announced and stuff, like where he's like looking out the window, you know, like the yeah, the, the creeper, yeah. I like the one where it's the you know, I I don't know what show it is where he goes and he's pulling on the fence. He's like, let me in. Oh, Eric Andre, yeah, <laughs> he's like yeah. outside, yeah, that's yeah. They it's they put Waluigi's face over it and he's and it's got smash on the on the gate and it's he's saying, let me in. It's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know if that's ever gonna happen or yeah, if they did, they would certainly make a thing about it because you know, like they know. Um, all right, so E three is the reason I kind of wanted to compartmentalize them out a bit. Um, they're not doing a traditional press conference like they've already been doing their own thing for at least uh, I don't know, like two years in a row now that they've had EA play. Is it two years, three years? Like it's been a couple um, where they have an event around e3 but it's not technically part of e3 they have like their own show floor and all that they're doing the similar thing this year but instead of like one compartmentalized press conference they're going to have a series of streams um that they actually move from friday the 7th to sunday the or sorry saturday the 8th um where depending on what your interest is as a gamer you can tune in you'll know exactly what game they're showing when so you can get a a more in-depth look at the games that might pique your interest um so they have uh said they have confirmed that anthem apex legends and battlefield 5 uh will all be there as well as nfl 20 and fifa 20 which i feel like you know oh it's of course star wars jedi fall order um all pretty much no shit games like i think we could have predicted that do you anticipate uh surprises anybody like do do you guys think we'll have anything um i think i think e um bioware um is will 
definitely um obviously show off anthem content but i think uh i don't want to say they should focus more on but i i think maybe uh dragon age will be um i'm, I'm assuming shown off because that's um very clearly their next big uh bioware's next big title um that was one of my predictions um i kind of forgot that they were doing their press conference that way so i don't really know how um you know correct this prediction is and it, it, it's so outlandish because it, it'll never happen but it's more of just a want i said uh dragon age will stray away from its traditional formula in the sense that it'll be the first major decision-based game you can play entirely in co-op mm, wow uh, that would certainly be uh, interesting, and I'm I'm sure a bit of a logistical nightmare. But yeah, if they could pull it off, that'd be cool. Um, I do. I have some doubts that Bioware, uh, other than really focusing on um, you know talking about what they're doing to to support and uh, improve Anthem, like I have doubts that they show off anything else. I don't know how good of a look it would be with how kind of frustrated the gaming community as a whole is to be like, hey, look at this new thing that we're working on when they're what they have out currently and what they put out prior to that um, have both been, you know, uh, range from ice cold to lukewarm in terms of reception. Um, so I, I don't know. I have doubts that they, they show off anything or talk about anything other than Anthem. right now. I mean, I, I think they're going to I think they're going to I think. Anthem will definitely be Bioware's big focus. I think they're going to come out big with it. I think they're going to say, you know, we understand everybody's concerns. Kind of like how I said follow. They're going to be like, they're going to come out. They're going to acknowledge, you know, all the concerns and everything that everyone has. They'll apologize. They're going to show off whatever the next big update's going to be. They'll show off the Cataclysm. You know, they'll reaffirm that they're, you know, committed to this game and they're going to see it thrive. But then I think that they'll they'll end with with Dragon Age because they showed it off at the Game Awards. Like we know Dragon Age is coming. Um, Casey Hudson has gone on record saying that you know Dragon Age is a thing. Sure. Um, and I just think I think because there's multiple Bioware teams, so I I would assume that uh, there's a team able to stay focused on strictly updating Anthem now that the game's done and they're not making it. That team can probably be a lot smaller than the team that's going to be working on, um, Dragon Age because they just took two of their, um, uh, you know, two of their top guys. I forget their names. Ben Irving, I think might be one of them and someone else they took off of Anthem to bring over to Dragon Age. So even if they don't reveal like gameplay or anything like that, I, I think that they they will definitely have a trailer or something. They're going to, you know, they got to whet your appetite and say, you know, you you know, Anthem was a thing, but his his what you're you're really looking for. I could see them like yeah, there's there's no way that yeah it would allow them to kind of acknowledge any kind of mistakes or anything like that. I think they'll probably talk a little bit more about the roadmap for things to come. In in Anthem, um, I know I don't know that you I don't think you guys are big sports game guys, but like I'm a big FIFA guy, um, and FIFA 19, um, so it was so poorly received that you know some of it ha some people have heralded it as the worst FIFA game of all time. So I'm I personally mm -hmm. really hopeful and excited to see something about FIFA 20. I would really like to see some kind of changes, some like all gameplay wise if you go and take a look at fifa 19 on the microsoft store it has one star 
on it. Um, it's it's been loathed and hated by by the FIFA community to the point that I haven't played it beyond the that it came out. Um, and Chris, you know, I'm big big FIFA guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the game was just such shit, man. It was just I I don't know how they had such a great product and from one year to the next, it just went completely south. For me, per- I don't know if I'd say it's the worst of all time, but definitely the worst since the Xbox 360 came out for sure. Wow. Um, so, so I'm I'm personally looking forward to hope some some leap, some change. I'd like to see some acknowledgement of some of the mistakes and stuff. But what I want to know is gameplay. I want to know technical improvements, um, how they fixed or gone back to some of the basics because that the product that they put out in 2019 was just shit, just pure shit. True. So I, if they're going to do surprises, if we have some unannounced uh, games or projects, um, I think, you know, obviously we have uh, you know, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I think that's they're trying to take, you know, uh, steps to recover a little bit from the just embarrassing handling of the Star Wars license that they have an exclusive contract on for, God, what was that, like another... Uh, four years or so left. Like I feel like they're over the halfway point. Um, I, I think that uh, it, it's possible that you might see a tease of some other Star Wars project. They really unceremoniously announced um, St- Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order um, last year. Like it was just like uh, Andrea Renee was in the audience with uh, you know um, from fucking Respawn. Why can I think of his name? I told you my brain's not firing tonight. Uh, God damn it! Who's the uh, creator of uh, re, you know the the head of Respawn? Vince Impella. Thank you. Uh, and they just kind of like announced it like out there in the the crowd of the you know uh, the auditorium. Um, I would not be surprised if we see some sort of Star Wars project. My dream project would be even if it's not Bioware, would be Knights of the Old Republic uh, three. Hell yes! You know, uh, you guys, we heard you loud and clear. You hate microtransactions. Um, you know, we, we realized we haven't done like what we said we were going to, you know, do and deliver with star Wars. Like we're, we're doing a nice, uh, you know, single player focused like action game. Uh, how about, how about this? How about a nice robust RPG set in the star Wars universe? Maybe just a little, uh, tease and then, you know, make it clear that it's coming out in a few years, but like just to announce that it's coming, I feel like would do so much to drum up some goodwill and it would get people excited, you know, to go, all right, cool. You know, here we go. I don't know. Uh, I mean, by, I think I would imagine Bioware still has the license to that. Right. But uh, they like obsidian, did they work on the second game? Like, I'm not really sure where it stands with all that, but yeah, man, if, if Bioware came out and they were like, surprise Knights of the old Republic three, or if they were like, full like halo 2 blown hd remake of knights of the old republic one and i would shit my pants yeah oh yeah i'd forgive everything i'd forgive everything could you imagine the first knights of the old republic real-time combat in in updated graphics man i was so excited do you remember that there, there was a like a like an indie team working on recreating it um then they were you know they were they had already put out some photos and videos and then, um, fucking, they, I don't know if it was Bioware, EA hit them with the cease and desist and whatnot, but they had picked up a lot of steam and had even gotten some funding. Um, but yeah, man, I, I would die for one of those games to come back. I'd, I'd forgive every, all of their wrongdoings if they bought, brought back Knights of the Old Republic and 
in, in some way, shape, or form, and and that would be so amazing. I, I would I would absolutely love that. But that or Mass Effect remastered, you know, if they remastered the original game, oh, I think that would be man. Especially like the gameplay is so bad in that, like they can <sighs> fine really tune is. it. And yeah, because I mean, the story in one's the best. Combat. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah, I would agree. Like one has the single best like narrative. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, like standalone, like Mass Effect One, like is so so good story wise. And like I if they could just refine that combat, like make it like give Andromeda combat in Mass Effect One and and just update it graphically and everything, man, I would I, be one happy camper. I, I man, I disagree. I wouldn't want to see it. Like, it, like I, the reason I wouldn't is because it would just get my hopes up for something that you know has has hasn't really lived up to expectations. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And we're not that far removed from an Xbox 360 game. I would much rather they put their focus on on Knights of the Old Republic, something from the original Xbox game. Um, you know, uh, if I had to pick between the two, um, but. I don't know. I don't see either of them happening, unfortunately. Yeah, probably probably not. But <laughs> hey, that's my that's my get hype moment is like one of the either Knights of the Old Republic three or one remaster Mass Effect one remastered. Um, I don't know what else we got, fellas. I mean, EA is a pretty massive uh, publisher, and yeah. I just I have man. a few. Go go for uh, it, man. But I know that. Uh, there's a lot of talk now that they're trying to talk to college players for likeness. So maybe we'll oh. get another NCAA football game. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, that would be fantastic if they could work that out because I like that a lot better than Madden. Uh, and then also uh, Burnout is taking off their servers for the remaster. So that makes me wonder if there's another Burnout Paradise coming. If that's why they're shutting down their server. Is, um, I know the Burnout games are well loved, but I've I've never like played. Obviously, like I've seen footage and stuff. Are you are you a big Burnout? Guy? Oh yeah, I love Paradise. I I platinum it. Uh, I think I was the only one of my friends to do it because you needed like ten people online at the same time, which nobody could do anymore. Like everybody leaves, you had to be there for like drive five miles with ten people in the group. Uh, that that trophy was a pain in the ass, but it was a great oh, game. Oh man. But, I'm sorry. I'm no, no. I'm I'm just looking at all kinds of stuff that we haven't talked about that like could be at three. But keep keep going, Bobby. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I sh- one I thing, I mic. no, no, no. You're good. You're good. I I I'm excited about this one too because I when Visceral Games closed, that was awful. Like because I wanted what I'm hoping's gonna happen is Dead Space Four. Oh my shit! That that would blow me away because I love the first three. First of all, they scared the shit out of me. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a grown man, but I did jump quite a few times uh playing and the fear games. The fear games used to scare the hell out of me too. Uh but they're not EA, but yeah. Uh and the the other one, uh it's kind of a combo, but I would like to see Fight Night come back. Ooh. How yes. Love to see that or a ready to rumble game. Champion was awesome. Just, yeah, they need that UFC sucks. I'm sorry. The UFC games are awful. You have to hit too many buttons to kick, knee punch. It's, the THQ ones were the best ones. Oh, yes. Oh, I love those. Yes. And they could, yeah. But yeah, Dude. they need a boxing game, man. It's, it feels like boxing is dying. I know they've been talking about it for years because there's no like big champ. There's no Tyson. There's no Holyfield. But it's like if they had a fun game, like Ready to Rumble, uh, which isn't EA, but a fight night. Oh, God. I would love to have a real boxing game again. A 3D boxing game. But, but those were mine. That was my couple ones that I. Did you make a boxing game and and introduce Conor McGregor as a playable character and the game will sell? You know. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you find a way to make it work. 
Yeah, uh, they have to. It's been so long for any kind of real fighting game. That's those games fun. were so good. Those were legitimately good. Oh, Fight Night! Oh, Fight Nights I remember great. playing that all the time. Yeah. yeah. All you'd have to do too is like with all the zany DLC that they've done is just fucking license like like all the Rocky like characters and villains and shit and Rocky like throw them in as DLC characters like that shit would fly off the shelves, man. Like oh, and like people would buy the DLC. Or Clever Lang, like as like a, a like opponent. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Hell yeah, like, Mr. T. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just looking through um, a bunch of stuff that like you know E3 rumors, predictions, and like wants uh, for EA and uh, Bad Company Three would would be fucking awesome. Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah, me too. Um, actually, Bad Company Three, like Bad Company Two, is one of the best. Um, Battlefield games that there was, uh, I still think to this day that it's it's my personal favorite. Um, the multiplayer was absolutely incredible. The story was so much fun because it was bonkers, um, and it was just uh, that. I think that would be like that would be a holy shit moment for me. What about? Uh, so I never played it. So I, I you know, light on the spoilers. I guess. Uh, well, I guess it's fine if you. We'll have light spoiler, but like Spec Ops, uh, the line, like, oh, I yes, was, is it possible for them to do a sequel? Like, I never played it, so I don't know how definitive it is. Did EA it. do that? Spec um, Ops, the line, I'm pretty sure that was a uh, like, wasn't it? Uh, hold on now, because uh, I know Walt um, Williams uh, co wrote um, the uh, Battlefront 2 campaign, but um, let me it was off. Jaeger. Jaeger Development, Dark Side Game Studio. Oh, 2K. Oh, 2K. God damn it. Okay, so never mind. Scratch that. That game was awesome, though. If you haven't played that game, and if you still have a 360 or something laying around, I don't know if it's compatible on the Xbox One. But man, what a story that game has. So, so good. So I've heard. I've heard it's you know it's fantastic. It looks like it's on Windows, so I could just probably you know play it there. Um, so real quick, I just, before we, we finish, cause I think EA was the last one, right? Yeah. Um, I just want to, so some of the things that we, uh, might've left out, I'm just going to go over them super quick, more of just like listing them off. So Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh yeah. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Borderlands three. Of course. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, that's. I mean, they did their own gameplay reveal and all that not too long ago. So, but I, obviously, it'll have prevalence somewhere. Prevalence, yes, somewhere. Um, Outer Worlds will probably be um, shown on, I would assume, Xbox stage. Uh, Cyberpunk, of course, yep. Yeah. Um, which I'm so ready to see more from that game. Um, yeah, I, me too. Yep, I, Witcher Three, one of my favorite games of the generation, definitely in my top five. So, yep. Uh, Dead Rising 5, but I, I haven't heard anything, so I don't know if that's a thing. Um, Bleeding Edge from Ninja Theory. Uh, it's an exclusive Xbox game, obviously, so we'll see if that's a thing. Uh, Halo Reach uh, coming. They said that they already acknowledged that that's a thing. Um, let's see. Bethesda, nothing, nothing. Uh, Skull and Bones. I don't know if you guys like the boat combat from Black Flag. Um, yeah. In the Ghost but Recon, they've yeah. said uh, it just got delayed. Really? In, yeah, yes, right. So that's it would be soft, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The Ghost, the Ghost Recon game, the the, the trailer that they showed in the gameplay and all. I'm uh, I I really like Wildlands, and this just 
it's much improved on that. So I'm really excited for that. Me too. Um, and then Square, they don't really have much. Yay. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Ton of stuff. I'm sure, and you know, and then I, the surprises are obviously the best part. So we're definitely gonna have to do a a post E three show or whatever. Yeah, so I think as you know, part of uh, my streaming channel, I'm gonna have some people over. I'm gonna do like a live reacts just for fun for at least the Sunday conferences. So Microsoft, uh, Bethesda, Microsoft, Bethesda, yeah, um, just for the for the hell of it because I think it'd be fun. Yeah, that that would be awesome if if, if I had you know. Uh, I, don't, I really don't have any friends who are like as into games as I am and everything. I don't really have that, but that that's that's awesome. I would love to be able to do that. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Well, shit, man, this has been fun. As always, like it's got me excited, you know, to think about what could be at E3. Like you said, Zach, the surprises are the best part. So on the one hand, like I, I hope that some of our predict- predictions and hopes come true. On the other hand, I always like it when, um, you know, it's like something that far exceeds uh, what my expectations are. It's, it's really, really cool. So. Thank you. Oh, all right. Well, uh, as always, it's been a, a pleasure. Uh, we'll go through and uh, do some pluggy plugs. Um, George, where can people find you? Yeah. Uh, yep. Brought back my Twitter. So be at or George. So- seven w-a-r-j-o-r-g-e seven um and that's pretty much it all right how about you bobby uh you can find me everywhere on any console everywhere it's smooth four two three excellent and how about you zach um on twitter it's at optimus prime two m's in both optimus and prime as well uh another e at the end of prime it's really long. I hate it. I don't know an easier way to say that. <laughs> no worries, man. Absolutely uh, fine. I think you do a good job with it. Uh, and you can find me at uh, It's Waterman on Twitter or Rental Rush on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, sh- I've done a couple of practice streams. Uh, should be streaming my first official show here uh, within the next couple of weeks. I think we're going to be playing uh, Castlevania 4. Uh, with a couple of folks uh, for that stream. That's the tentative plan. And I will be posting uh, some some breakout clips from my brother and I uh, playing through and completing Shovel Knight. Had a really good time. My brother loses his shit a couple times. Oh, uh, please play those clips because I have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But it, it is exactly the kind of thing that I, you know, I hope for for the channel, which is uh, you know buddies playing games, uh, having the good, the bad, the ugly, helping each other through it and then, you know, completing the game, um, you know, uh, I think it's going to be a fun project. I look forward to doing more. I finally kind of have my sea legs uh, with using the equipment. I'm still learning the video editing side of things, but at the streaming part I have down, which is, uh, which you know, was, I think the most difficult challenge to overcome, like how to do all the, the kind of the neat things uh, on Twitch, making the overlays is something as simple as putting the, the countdown clock in there. Even like uh, it's nice to like have all that figured out now. So Look forward to it. But, um, yeah, next week we'll, uh, we'll be back. Um, I think we can uh, announce at this point that, uh, George, uh, you know, we, we'd like to welcome, welcome you on as a permanent member. Uh, if you've enjoyed yourself, uh, we have all discussed it. So kind of a cool thing to announce on the, uh, on the episode here. Um, so oh, cool. uh, unless, unless George is, has objections, we'd like to, to you know, <laughs> bring you into the fold. 
I think you've you know contributed a lot of really really good insight. It's been fun. Um, the the tournament was a blast. So we want to kind of continue that. Uh, you know, having your uh, your opinions um, on the show. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I, I've I've had a blast, and I'd be more to, to to keep coming on. Absolutely. Oh, look out! We'll, we'll announce it. You know, definitely on the podcast. But uh, George and I are going to do a little friendly competition with Sekiro because we both beat <laughs> the absolute dog shit out of that game, and we're ready to to you know kind of uh, I think do like a victory lap where we race each other uh, on stream. You know, have like a three hour time limit. See, uh, I think we could both definitely get through it um, within the three hours with how. Uh, well, we know that game now. If we just do the all, nothing but bosses, yeah, dude, I gotta make the trip up there for one of your streams for sure. It's only a five and a half hour drive. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, I definitely love to have you on Rental Rush at some point. Like, it'd be cool that you can bring uh, your wife up, and uh, you know, Marianne and uh, Natalia can can hang out and um, you know go shopping, do whatever, and then we can just be filthy slobs on the couch for the better part of two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure, like always. Hope you have a good night, and we'll see all of you beautiful listeners next week. Take it easy. Take it easy, everyone. See you guys.